everyone. It is July 24th. Welcome to episode 7 of the uh, Suicide 35 off the top rock. As usual, it's me, Liam, and to my left is my illustrious co-host. Uh, they call me the Jen Fricker of Victoria. Oh, wow. Uh, as you can probably tell by his reference, because like you loyal listeners, you are all super fans as we are. Yeah. We just listened to episode 7 of the worst idea of all time season two episode seven episode what does that seven mean? what's this what's your seventh favorite movie what's my seventh favorite movie yeah um probably seven samurai <laughs> yeah i liked uh seventh son oh that's a good let's keep these things i don't going. even know if that was a movie i just made that up is there a movie is what's that what about what's that one about with morgan freeman and they kill is it murder is it called seven? Oh right i know that one it was uh is it just called Seven? I think it's just called Seven. Yeah. It was um, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank, that's the one I'm thinking of. You're right. Shaw, and, but when Shaw- they, Shawshank is spelled with a seven instead oh, of an S. Right. There was um, Lucky Number Slevin. I did not understand anything that went on in that movie when I saw it. I thought it was horrible. Was the one with Will Smith where he's crying with his kid? Wasn't that seven? Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. There you go. Man, there's a lot of. It's almost like seven's a lucky number. A great alumnus of movies to choose from. Yeah, all these movies we've talked about, I haven't seen except for Lucky Number Seven and Seven Samurai, my seventh favorite movie. Hey, so what happened this week in the podcast? I wasn't listening. Uh. They had a guest host on. Yeah. And excuse me while I go off on a tangent. I just want to quickly <laughs> mention something. So they had a guest host on. They made situations around the movie Sex and the City 2. Yeah. Uh, Tim Bett, Guy Montgomery, listening to Sex and the City 2 for people who don't listen every week, just to let you know. Um, that is the podcast that we talk about on this very podcast, Suicide 35. The worst idea of all time. Um they were talking about making the movie more watchable by having games, by having themes. There, there she is right there. Um, and they were also uh, trying to look at the movie through different ways as well to give themselves yeah. more conversation topics. And they, uh, at one point while we were listening to the podcast and we were reminiscing about uh, the current episode we were listening to, yeah. past episodes, we were talking about what our favorite scenes were. Oh, you compared it to Serial. Uh, those four things I just listed. Yeah. Um, really, it was an eye-opening experience because all four things I felt were also applicable to our podcast. So oh, I think our podcast is the best thing since Serial. Yeah, uh, I have here a ranking. Oh, really? Wow. Best podcast, Serial. Yeah. Coming in underneath is the worst idea of all time. Number two. And then I have hashtag S35, which can only mean... It can us? only mean us. Suicide 35. Yeah, exactly. And for those of you who can't quite catch on, please, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, hashtag S35. Let's keep this ball rolling. Uh, send us your favorite pictures. Send us your favorite tweets. We will yeah. look at them, and we will rank them on the next episode. We will be religiously backtracking that podcast, that hashtag. Yeah, We'll exactly. be looking for them. We'll be looking for them. So yeah. if, you up, if you upload it, we will mention you. Uh, do not forget, at any point, from now within the next 20 years... Anyone hashtag S35. It's Me and us. Caleb. That's ours. We will personally personally comment on it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good this week. Like, it gave us hope. Yeah. Them finding new ways to watch the movie is good for us. It, it's it, good for our careers. We've been talking about... It keeps us safe. It keeps yeah, our it, jobs it, safe. Yeah, exactly. And we've been talking about different ways for us to listen to the podcast. And I just feel mm-hmm. like 
everything we discussed today and last week, if you listened to last week's episode where we talked about how we were kind of pushing ourselves into a corner Mm -hmm. about what we were going to talk about and kind of finding the constraints on having an unrestrained podcast Mm -hmm. um, were reflected in what they were talking about. Uh, Not unsurprisingly, I don't want to spoil anything, but they had a guest on today's episode to make it more fresh. Yeah. And we've discussed in the past about having guests on this very podcast. Ooh, that would make it fresh to death. Yeah, it'd be fresh to death. That's what I like to say. It'd be like a ripe avocado where you squeeze it and you know it's good. Yeah, that's a Jersey Shore reference, I think. Is it? I don't think so. I've never seen it. Not the avocado. avocado. I mean the the fresh to death. Yeah. So, uh, what did we do here today? Yeah, they had Jen Fricker on the show. She was good. She was a good addition. I think they were in Australia for the Comedy Fest. Yeah. Um, which this is, we've been talking about the the Comedy Fest. Comedy Fest. We've been talking about Comedy Festivals in relation to this because you talked about how some of your favorite episodes of season two were during the Comedy Fest that they were involved involved in. Season, was that season one or season two? Wait, what are we talking about? Did you say season two at one point they get involved performing their own shows at some sort of month long Comedy Festival? Well, yeah, they're currently doing that. Is that going on right now? Yeah, because you said, when we started this podcast a few months ago, you talked about how that was yeah. your favorite part of the second season so oh, far. Okay, yeah, I take that back. Okay, <laughs> actually, those episodes sucked. They were super boring. Uh, but I, I don't know what I was saying. An interesting thing. I always do my research, and I uh, found out Jen Fricker is a Triple J host, radio host, or she works for. It was Triple J's an amazing radio production. So is this, so, uh, for those of you who haven't listened to our first episode, cause I know it's not available right now due yeah. to restrictions. Um, ah, the damn, the damn SoundCloud restrictors. <laughs> those black suits, that big corporate entity. <laughs> they sit with their, their ties and their cups of coffee. And they, they drink and they say, this, this freedom loving podcast doesn't deserve to be on the internet anymore. Well, we can't do anything about it. We'll take you on episode one. And if they don't produce anymore, we'll slowly take down the rest. So we're out here to fight the good fight. Yeah. And keep giving you podcasts. Keep giving you the freedom loving podcast that we all love. It was kind of like a, a Clint Eastwood esque employee who yeah. just loves destroying freedom loving Clint content. Eastwood's the fun. I, I find reading reviews of Clint Eastwood movies really funny because Clint Eastwood movies are so over the top and like so direct and people yeah. talk like they're good movies, but there is, it's, a good movie in the same sense that like Die Hard or something is a good movie because it's just like like did you do you remember Gran Torino did you ever see Gran yeah, Torino I, did you ever play the drinking game no I didn't but what, what but, were you gonna say never mind yeah <laughs> you can't just insert a segue halfway through what I'm saying it's very rude oh wait oh wait okay so in Gran Torino at the very end like it's making all these things about the main character played by Clint Eastwood is a great guy and stuff and he sacrifices himself. Uh, in order to save the neighborhood. And when he sacrifices himself, he falls back in like a Jesus cross position with blood coming out of his palms. And it's like the most oblique thing, um, in filmmaking ever. Uh, I was gonna say the drinking game is whenever he opens a beer. Yeah. We have to drink paps. That's the first thing. Yeah. Well, obviously. And, um, uh, cause he's, fuck Heineken. He's like always drinking paps. Blue ribbon! Hey, fuck, I can't pass Blue Ribbon. Doesn't he punch a horse at that moment? He might. That's one of my favorite movies. Blue Velvet is so great. <laughs> I just love the scene where uh, the guy, the old guy is beating up 
the young guy, and then while he's beating him up, it starts playing some Roy Orbison in the background, and then the lady in the pink skirt starts dancing on top of the car, <laughs> just like to the music, and this is, what's going on here? It's inexplicable. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so every time he opens a Pabst, you have to open a Pabst, and you have to finish it before he opens another oh, one. That's a really which good is really game. tough because I bet. he is always opening beer in that movie. What a true American drinking yeah. Pabst. Um, but that made me think of uh, this brilliant idea that we had that to make a drinking game out of this podcast. Yeah, because I think in order to create this, the meta narrative and the fan podcast that we're making, you need to. Are you going to cough while you do it? You should cough no, while you no, crack no, that fear. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I, have, I have another idea. Uh, so what we decided is um, Tim and Guy love making drinking games for the movies they watch. Yeah. By love, I mean they did it twice. So we're they going. Must fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Repeat customers. Um, so we decided we would make a drinking game while listening to the worst idea of all time. So yeah. for all those worst idea of all time fans out there, those super fans like us, um, make sure to follow these rules while you're drinking. So I'll start with the first one. So the first one is that anytime Tim or Guy do a bad accent, you have to take a drink. Uh, and we're just going to bounce these off me yeah. and then Caleb one. I got another one. one. So good. Okay, when Perfect. they confuse the characters' names, mm. like Samantha, they call Samantha Miranda, or they go, is that her name? I don't, I don't know. That's a really good one. I, I think they're past it. that now, but if you start at episode one, well, obviously, they have such a hard time. When you're uh, as, uh, as you would, never having seen Sex and yeah. the City. When you're alone in your living room listening to a podcast surrounded by cases of beer because that's how you spend your Friday, Saturday, Sunday yeah. evenings. And um, believe it or not, we've never seen it either. No. As we have perfect. a we have trouble. I still don't understand the difference. Yeah, like, I know that Carrie is the main character. Yeah, it, it, I think it helps that they all have different color hair. Even That's though true. I've never seen it. So Carrie's got curly hair. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte's got black hair. Yeah, and then Miranda has, has red, hair, red hair, and Samantha, Samantha has blonde hair, and is obsessed with sex. Exactly. That's also a type of hairstyle. In case you, you didn't can know. tell, you can tell hair, from the hair. She always has the postcoidal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just like ruffled. Just everything. Hair. Everything is kind of straight, except for the one cowlick that goes the opposite direction. And whoops! Oops! Forgot about that one. I shouldn't have rushed out. Rushed out of that hotel room. <laughs> Russ. Russ is the guy she was sleeping with. Oh, yeah, there you go. Pun. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, rule number three: Anytime they make a reference to Grown Ups Two. Um, and obviously when we get to season three, it will be a reference to Grown Up 2 or Sex in the City 2. Yeah, they've said that they're not doing a season three, but... Did they say that? One can dream. When did they say that? I think Tim just said it offhand, there won't be another season. Fuck them. There'll well, be another season. who knows, man. I'm going to say anytime they go off on a tangent or a distraction, mm-hmm. you have to finish your drink before the tangent is done. That's perfect. That's a good one. Um... My next one is anytime there's the beginning of a segment. Mm-hmm. So like when they do who's shining light, shining light, who's shining light, who's shining light, <laughs> or um, when they do the, we're doing an interview, I want you to pitch the movie when they have a guest on. That's what I think a good one would be. Pitch the sequel. Oh. And in, in case you're wondering, we will write these all up and post them to our Facebook page, yeah. uh, 35, Suicide 35 off the top rock. That's our page. That's we'll our Facebook that. page. And maybe the Twitter as well. Yeah, maybe... Oh, maybe. we'd have to do it in shorthand. Yeah, probably. That's okay. Or, or we could make, like, 30 different posts, each with a single rule. Uh, uh, I'll build on that one and say when they mess up, where is he 
off to, what's he doing or yeah. going to? Yeah. Nobody knows what that, whenever they mess that up, you know, Whatever they're saying at that point, yeah. when they try to sit, speak in unison and when it they're talking, work and, out. uh, for the listeners, that's when, uh, they try to ascertain what the coffee drinking fiend in the back of the cafe scene in New York is doing. Yeah. He crushes about three or four cups of coffee in, uh, as as it cuts back to him, every time it cuts back to him, he's crushing another cup of coffee oh, that's a, in like quick succession, mm-hmm. and then he just gets up, grabs his newspaper, and leaves. <laughs> Needs energy for that extra mile in the yeah. day. And, uh, has uh, to hit a step count. Yeah, and Tim and Guy always try to postulate as to what he could possibly be doing. <laughs> and he's hitting he's, a step count. And he's obviously bit. doing something because, you know, they wouldn't have just put that in random. Well, I mean, those New York cities, they are those, busy. Those. Five New York cities no, out was, there. I think they call boroughs. Boroughs. Um, uh, my the next one is anytime there's a reference to putting TVs in bedrooms. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, like they talk about Mr. Big with the big TV yeah, putting it on the big wall. That's his anniversary gift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wants to put it in the room, which is as far as I can tell, the entire plot of the movie is about putting that TV in the room or not. I yeah, don't know the ending they, yet, but I assume the ending is putting the TV in the bedroom. That's why they go to Dubai. It's because Carrie's like, our our marriage is suffering. We need something to spice up our life. And Samantha says, I I don't care. That's Just a penis representative. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for that one. No, that one is it's okay. Uh, uh, so wait, what was that? Uh, that was TV in the Okay, I'll say um, when they start talking about behind the scenes. So like they reference yeah. Michael Patrick King a lot, who's mm-hmm. the producer of the movie, and how he must have just been locked in a basement and like only fed through like a straw and <laughs> given water to, and coffee and Red Bull and forced to write this movie. Yeah. Um... My next one is whenever they say the movie is too long. Take a drink mm. when they say it's too long. That was a really good one. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Hey, man, don't worry about it because I got a better one. Oh. When they talk about Samantha and her having sex or even being like anything sexual in the same. That's, uh, same I mean, Samantha phrase. is sex. They both start with S to me. Any reference, like. In my day-to-day life, I've started any t- instead of using the word sex, yeah. I just use the word Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, like, I, I, whenever, instead of saying the word sexy, I say, like Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. That girl was like, like Samantha. Samantha. Oh. I, I didn't have it ready, so we couldn't do that. Um, my. Hey, how'd the air horn work out in the last? It sounded episode? really good. Yeah, it sounded perfect. I really like the way we ended the last episode. <laughs> I I think can't it's, remember. Oh, I'll I'll replay it for you after you listen to this. It's it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna load it up right now in case we have to break it out again. Okay. Well, I'll do two then. I'll just know. Okay. Two yeah. Dumb reasons for going to Dubai, as in they have to reshoot a movie poster, or Carrie's marriage is falling apart, mm-hmm. and she thinks that might help. Yeah, Even though, they go to Dubai? I don't think he does. I think it's just the four of them in a restaurant having lunch for an hour and a half. That seems crazy that it's supposed to be them fixing their marriage, that's the reason that they want to go. Or no, was it inviting her to something else? Oh man, I have no idea. I haven't idea. seen the movie, I have no idea. We should watch the movie. We should watch the and movie then and live tweet it. Maybe when they break the movie into two parts, like yeah, exactly. Tim and Guy are always like, "Okay, there's part one or part A in yeah. New York. 
and there's part B in Dubai. Yeah. And it seems like this two and a half hour movie just takes place in it's like two bit. episodes. It's like yeah. two movies. It's like a movie. And that's, a, that's a value proposition. Um, yeah. A movie about New York, movie about Dubai. If they really wanted to make money, they would have made this, ep- they would have made this part two New York. Yeah. Gay wedding in New York, part three Dubai. Sex in the city to gay wedding in New York. Sex and the City 3, could have, condoms on the street. They could have had, like, hilarious final scene in part two in Airport Customs. Yeah. Where Samantha just does something raunchy and, like, <laughs> gets off on one of the, like, airport like, like, security like, guards. She, and she's, she like, has, she has like, a dildo in her suitcase and then a sexy security guard finds it. He's yeah. like, I'm sorry, I have to take you to the interrogation room. Yeah. And then she thinks they're going to have sex. And then this and then fat, really, sweaty guy comes in wearing gloves. <laughs> And in this post-9-11 world, she gets her just desserts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For having a vibrator in her carry-on bag. Yeah. Join and the Mile High Club by herself. They take it away, but this fat, sweaty security guard gives her, her his number. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And then, sequel! Oh, what happens sequel next? Sequel No one knows. What happens next? Part two. Um, uh, so, next one after that, uh, another one, is that anytime... They try to bring it back on topic. So this is slightly different from being on a tangent. Yeah. So this is like when they're having a good discussion and then someone's, and then one of them says, Hey, why are we here? Hey, why are, yeah, why are we here? Or can we please start talking about the movie? Or like on this episode when they had a guest, the guest was having a good conversation with Tim and then Guy was just like, Oh, well, but what about the movie? Yeah. (laughs) It's just, Hey, Guy, it's over here. Totally deflates the entire conversation. And they Um, go, Ah, right. That's why we're here. Oh crap! Ah shit! Uh, and then you can you can hear the the frowns growing on their faces. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a very uh, I I meant to say uh, audible frown, mm-hmm. but I was thinking olfactory. Oh, it's, it's very, a smelly it's frown. A, it's a smelly <laughs> frown. It's a gears grinding frown. <laughs> you can smell the smoke. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about referencing? Different cultures, or whenever they talk about cultural insensitivity. In yeah, exactly. Which seems to be a, a favorite discussion of theirs. Yeah, because apparently just, there's a lot. Yeah, exactly. In, in in the sh- in the movie, um, and then my final one. I don't know how many more you have. Oh, I got tons, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you double side your sheet. Um, my final one is anytime they reference how good Sex in the City is, or when they reference how they haven't seen the show. Yeah. So when they talk about how good the TV show is. That's true, because it's it was a cultural juggernaut. It was, and I, I read a really good write up on the New Yorker. Yeah, uh, in case you've heard of it, it's a magazine that also has a. Wait, it was a write up on the New Yorker. No, it was in the New Yorker okay. on Sex in the City, and it was talking about how Sex in the City was really good until its final episode, when instead of following the themes of the show, they just did they just gave it a happy ending which didn't really fit with anything that's that seems to always happen star wars was the same yeah that's george, what i thought george lucas star wars. had originally written that um spoiler alert han solo dies <laughs> yeah he had uh he would have been a ghost at the end dancing around the fire <laughs> true okay a lot of horrible things have happened since then but we don't need to talk about that yeah. but uh action figure sales for Han Solo's action figure and yeah. like the gun that he uses and stuff yeah. were so high that George Lucas didn't want to lose that franchise and so he 
made it a happy ending. It was supposed to be like a, quite he, a grim, he, but like yeah, uh, it was satisfying in a different way. Did you hear that? Um, That's why five uh, is the best episode. Apparently, part of the reason why George Lucas made the next three movies, like yeah. episodes one through three, is because he got divorced from his wife and she took half of everything, and so he was like running out of money. So he decided to revive Star Wars. Oh, because, um, I mean, we we don't. We weren't, we're not old enough, but between the release of the last movie yeah. and like 1997, 96, Star Wars kind of disappeared and no one was talking about it anymore, apparently. That seems insane because I just lived like, I just lived in a world where Star Wars. by the time I started appreciating movie culture yeah. at the age of like, I don't know. Wait, when did? Star- na- 99, I 99. Think, so I remember like all I thought about from like grade three. And on was like, well, better catch up on the old Star Wars because the new one is coming out. <laughs> Gotta it, do it. it Gotta has, do it. It has this crazy thing called pod racing in it. <laughs> now that's what I call pod racing. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of Ooh, my brothers. Oh, we try to spin. That's a good move. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my brothers was really into Star Wars. And so Star Wars has been like when episode one. Like Phantom Menace, do you Phantom mean? Menace came out. No, like he'd been a, he he's older than me, and he's just always been about Star Wars. When Episode yeah. One came out, uh, we went to the midnight screening to see it, and when Episode Three came out, my dad took us all out of school so we could see it That's the amazing. day it came out. Episode uh, Three was so bad. Yeah, they were all so bad. Anakin, like even like, you go back and watch the original. Anakin ones. walking on his like. That's the most satisfying thing. <laughs> I remember the the thing that will forever be tied into episode three to me is the Burger King promotions they did. What? Because there was one you go to this website and like it would it was twenty questions, but it was done by Darth Vader. Wow. And you would think of something in your head and you would answer the questions and it would guess what you were thinking. And it was really accurate. Like yeah, surprisingly. I played yeah. one of those like little Q20 machines yeah. or whatever and it always gets it's it. so good I, it's man it's 20 questions crazy uh, uh what's uh, the next rules I don't know what were we, what were we talking about 20 questions is what we were talking about more drinking questions for why did we questions. start talking about Star Wars um something about uh George, George oh Luke. yeah, oh, yeah the, they, the ending they the wanted pencil, the ending yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they said Sex and the City was ruined by the ending. Yeah. Exactly. It would be Close so hard. Loop. It would be so hard as a, like, beginning that thing, because you think you you have standards and you have expectations that you're going to live up to. Yeah. Or maybe you have no expectations. Well, it's, it's also and different. And then you like, get pressure from outside, in, and you get, get, make a lot of money, and you lose perspective. In long-running franchises and series, like... The main creative force always changes, like the showrunner and stuff like that. Yeah. Like one of the issues. Um, do you watch Orange Is the New Black? I've seen like a few of the episodes. Like I, I just finished watching the third season, and I didn't really like it that much because I feel like the show. And I imagine Netflix is going to do this with all their shows because they're a giant corporation that's spewing out movies and yeah. TV shows. Is that they designed a show that can't have an ending, which isn't satisfying. No. Like they, they like can introduce new characters, they can introduce new plots, and it doesn't there's no overarching yeah. theme or anything like that or plot which makes it hard to really care about what happens. It's like that was the difference between the British office ending and mm-hmm. then the American office. It should have ended when Michael Scott leaves. Yeah, but like no, it only they, they makes kept sense, going. but it keeps going. Yeah. 
And it's like, you get funny parts, yeah, and there's good episodes, but it's, like, ultimately just unsatisfying. Yeah, it's like, what, it's, and it's also, like, uh, did you ever watch Parks and Recreation? Oh, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, like, the the last episode of Parks and Recreation, I feel, <laughs> was really disappointing because it, it was, it's the exact opposite. It was too clean of an ending. It's like, yeah. every single character, you found out exactly what the rest of their life was like. And everything seemed and, okay. And everything seemed okay. Everything worked out, and that's not interesting. But that was an Australian adaptation. What? Parks and Rec was inspired from... There was an Australian Oh, Parks really? Rec. Yeah, it was the same as The Office. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's all American television is, is just, spew, like, redoing things. And there's a lot that doesn't catch on, right? Yeah. Like, a British panel show never catches on, or, like... Did you see the uh, Grace Point? Did you watch I Grace didn't Point? I actually No, know. I just finished watching Broadchurch. I will call Broadchurch... Okay? It was good? Yeah. Um... It wasn't great. I feel like I don't really have that. Everyone I've talked to who's really like Broadchurch either loves the main actor because he was in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Or loves British culture. Yeah. Um, Like Broadchurch, it was good. It was like, I remember, I don't know, at least least the victim wasn't a high school cheerleader. That's all (laughs) I can say. Because that seems to be... The go-to victim for every and single the, show. The, the post-heroes mentality? Not the post-Twin Peaks mentality. Oh, true. But yeah, yeah, heroes definitely started it up as well. Hey, uh, let's uh, go back to this drinking yeah, game. Yeah, we should probably talk about this now. Um, okay, so we'll wrap it up here, because I guess I'm the only one who was actually thinking about these. What are you talking about? I made half as many as you, twice as good. Okay, when they get something wrong, and yep. I will say... I do really appreciate how they're totally not afraid to just get something wrong. Just to wrong. do something. Just to say something without yeah. fact-checking. And, like, they'll just be, like, talking about... Like, I think they talked about Middle Eastern, like, cultural or political issues today. And yeah. they just, like, said it without even... With no prior thought or anything. And it's probably completely incorrect. <laughs> but it's just, like, they just go with it. They yeah. talked about... Uh, they, like, like, like just sex and just feminism and stuff like that. Yeah. And just bring it all together. They just like, launch into a discussion of feminism and just yeah. two dudes talking about it. Yeah. Whereas we might kind of step back and say, maybe this isn't a good thing to talk about. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's also like they, it seems at times that they are unaware that the mic's on. And I, <laughs> and I wonder like what goes into that. That's a, that's a skill to learn. Um, yeah. I guess it would just go along with the profession. Yeah. Much more used to my crowd as opposed to once a, once a week and yeah. on Friday night. Like being happy to be in front of it. I'm happy to be in front of it. Well, it feels good as long as it's someone's listening. Everyone's listening. Well, we can hope. Uh, when it, when sponsorship or ad placement comes up on the podcast, like... They yeah, the, the idea of creating it. Or if, they, or if they talk about Sobu noodles or something. Because that was heavily featured in Sex and the City Okay, what if they talk about Pepsi and Grown Ups too? Like, yeah. Drink. Oh man, I love. <laughs> okay. And Chris Rock pouring all those cans of Pepsi into the jug. That was one of the most amazing scenes. That's so good. Inadvertently amazing. Yeah. Okay, talking about the big gay wedding. Yeah, that's it. Tim and Guy talk about the big gay wedding. You have to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Tim tries to slip a portmanteau into the podcast, create one out of nothing. Yeah, I would say yes. finish your drink for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, if they talk about themselves like being hungover or drinking or, or using illicit substances or anything, mind altering substances, mind altering. Uh, 
if you drink. And, uh, oh, if they talk about the crazy wardrobes, they talk about... I mean, Sex and the City 2, first and foremost, is a fashion movie. Yeah. About but it fashion. does not age well. No. Fashion doesn't age well, I don't yeah. think. So they talk, often they talk about how stupid the characters look. Yeah. And how culturally irrelevant. I'm, I'm sure at one point they all wear burkas or. But that's another thing is like they try to appropriate the American, like their completely Americanized style. Yeah. To Dubai and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. No, not at all. Like there's camels. Yeah. And there's servants. Men Cervantes. Men <laughs> Cervantes. But, uh, that's about it. That's yeah. the only thing that you notice from Dubai. Mm-hmm. There's a desert. And probably this giant tower in the middle of it. I feel anytime you see Dubai, you see that oh, that hotel, that world's tallest hotel. Yeah. And it's always positioned like that's the center of Dubai. And all roads come out of it. And like yeah. the government... like Is the, it the, the like seven-star hotel? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And the government's on like the third floor. And it's just Dubai's roads and that hotel. Mm people driving to that hotel i saw an article recently that was like why london is becoming a second-rate dubai <laughs> really yeah what was did you read it i was, was like it, i can't even i don't arguments? even think i i just dismissed the, it the hotel's so tall it's got its own weather but that was i think what they're talking about is that, that there's all these like star architects that are like making massive buildings in dubai yeah and now like london's like trying to catch up but yeah. I don't think that's the case at all. London has so much history. London's so much more important. Like, well, to Western civilization. To, yeah, yeah, to Western what civilization. What is Dubai? Why is, are, are they only recently... Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's only recent. It's only like, recent I think it's a, I think it's like the Fort McMurray of uh, Middle East. But, like, dude, they must have their own cultural history. Like, how yeah, long has the United Arab Emirates been around? It hasn't been around. Well, I think it's... Probably like most countries in the Middle East, it was officially formed following World War Two or something like that. But I mean, that like it's on the Arabian Peninsula. I think yeah. I might be wrong, but and I mean, there's cultural history there dating back thousands of years. Yeah, but, so it's not like Canada where you're like, this building's 150 years old. Oh so wow, it's, it's very so old. old. Yeah, don't don't touch it. We <laughs> cultural heritage after yeah. 40 years. Um, so no, it's definitely there's been settlement there for a long time as. Whether the Dubai has been an important cultural center for a while, I'm not sure. Well, probably uh, not. It just I'm, has lots of money. I'm going to Europe in a couple of weeks, and I was reading about Paris today. Hey, where are you going? I'm going on the 11th, so about two weeks. Are you serious? Yeah, that soon. He's leaving I'm here? so exciting. Yes. Wow, good on you. I'll come back, though. Don't worry. It's only a, a month-long trip. It's just we, like your Japan trip. Are we going to continue this while you're there? We'll figure something out. Whether we do a burst recording like we did last time, or I we Skype in to keep it centered in, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, we are hi- just about hitting the minute mark here. Is there anything else you want to talk about this episode, Caleb, besides oh, the I drinking game? Uh, I love this. I love the segment where they pitch the sequel. It's my, it's it my so favorite much. segment. The, my, like, more than... The shining light more than anything else they do. It's yeah. that segment. And I wanted to say, I fell in love with it when I think James Acaster. Yeah. And he was with someone else, maybe. It was in Gro- the Grown Ups 2 era, season yeah. one. Season of, one. The worst idea of all time. But when he p- pitched the sequel mm-hmm. to Tim and Guy, yeah. that was one of the just, I, I one just, of the best moments of Grown Ups 2. I just thought of something. If you're right and they don't do a season three, yeah. that means when it comes time for season three to start, 
we can pick up the mantle. We can we can find our movie. We can find our grown-ups too, our Sex and the City too. Let it be said right now on the twenty uh, fourth day of the seventh month, two thousand and fifteen. Liam and I will pick up the torch Olympic style. We will run it to Greece and we will find our movie. We will do it. We will Paul do Blair, this. Paul Cop 2, uh, Sharknado 2, and Joe Dirt 2. Joe Dirt 2. Um, this is Liam Workman. Pixel 2. This is Liam Workman saying Suicide or Suicide 35 off of the top of the rock, 35 feet. My mama did that jump when she was pregnant with me. And this is Caleb saying, suicide 35, 35 feet above the water, off the top rock. My mama did that jump when she was pregnant with me. Uh...